0: Hello and thank you once again for tuning into the Okinawa Karate Podcast. I'm Josh Simmers, coming to you from the birthplace of karate, Okinawa, Japan. In this interview, I have the privilege and honor to sit down with Paul Sabota to learn about Okinawa Shoden Ryu Matsumura Seito Karate-do Hozan-kai. That sure is a mouthful. I'll make it a little bit easier. Have you heard the name Hohan Soken? Most of you probably have. I have as well, and I've read several, several articles about Master Soken, but his style still remains a bit of a mystery to me, especially uh, since I'm here in Okinawa and so many other styles are quite prevalent. As you will hear in this interview, Master Soken's style is still alive and well, on Okinawa and internationally. So who is Paul Sabota? Well, as is common these days, i befriended Paul on Facebook before I ever met him in person. Our first meeting, actually, face-to-face took place at the Dojo Bar during their 7th anniversary celebration earlier in the month of August. This coincided with the timing of the first Okinawa Karate International Tournament, and Paul and his students were actually here visiting Okinawa to train with their sensei, Akamine Yoshimatsu. The main reason I wanted to interview Paul is because the Hohansoken lineage intrigues me. Um, I asked Paul if he would be interested in doing an interview with me for the podcast, so he could tell everyone more about Hohan Sogun's lineage and about Akamine-sensei. To my delight, Paul was more than willing to take the time to meet with me and do this interview. Furthermore, to my delight, Paul's one heck of a nice guy, as is are his students, and I'll certainly try to get together and train with them when I'm back in the States. For this interview, we met at the Karate kai Con in Tomigusuku, and this was about one hour before Paul and his students were set to have private training with Akamine-sensei. Just a quick brief about Akamine-sensei directly off of Paul's website. Akamine Yoshimatsu-sensei was born in Haibaru, Okinawa in 1943. This is just two years before the Battle of Okinawa during World War II. In 1959, at the age of 16 years old, he began training in Shodun-ryu, Matsumura, Seito, Karido, and Kobujutsu under Sokin sensei He trained under Sokin sensei for 22 years, until he passed away, unfortunately, in 1982. Akimene-sensei is still teaching at his home dojo in Hawaii, and you will get to hear some more information from Paul um, if you're interested in in going that route to meet Akimene-sensei or some of the other students in the States. I'll leave information for Paul's website as well as Akimene-sensei's website in the show notes. So without further ado, here's the interview with Paul Sabota. Thanks again for tuning in to the Okinawa Karate Podcast. Josh Simmer's sitting down with Paul Sabota, Sabota, which means Saturday in and... Slovakia. Okay, mm-hmm. I found, just learned that. And we're going to do an interview to learn about Shoden
1: Ryu Matsumura Sato history. Hi. Hi. What does Sato mean? Sato means uh, Orthodox, and some people would also uh, translate it as a student or a person to pass on the lineage. Deshi is the word that's used a lot in yeah. Seto, but orthodox is really one of the main uh, translations of the word. Okay, and that's the one I'm
0: familiar with then, with the orthodox mm-hmm. style, right? If someone wants to say it's sato, it means it's a
1: traditional style. Uh, style and what does that mean? On... Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, it depends on who you talk to, but if you want to get the context of, of our art, you have to talk to the people who do it and have done it and who are still alive to do it. And one of those people is my sensei, Akamini Yoshimatsu of Habaru. Um, Sieto, meaning orthodox, a lot of people will see, um, whoever you talk to in the Matsumori Sieto world, it definitely means a straight shoot back to Hohan Soken himself. Hohan Soken is that enigma, as you probably have heard of in the martial arts world, um, that uh, he's the uh, white crane guy mm-hmm. if you type his name into the internet somewhere you will get a lot of things about him and many of them do not deviate from one another they're basically all the same information rehashed mm-hmm. over and over so why i said to go back to the sources, you would want to go back to the people who actually trained with him which aren't many left on okinawa mm-hmm. that's okinawans there are a lot of obviously prior military that have trained with hohan Sokan also that are still alive today but their time with him was a very short time mm-hmm. due to their, their service. Mm-hmm. Where my teacher and a couple of the other teachers that still exist on Okinawa um, may have um, maybe a little bit more um, knowledge into Hoan Soken himself. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, the Matsumura-Sieto uh, lineage, uh, karate lineage, is sort of like... I don't mean to be, to be too mean here, but the redheaded stepchild of the Shoren mm-hmm. family, family, uh, the bastard child, because you have your Shobayashi, Kobayashi, Matsubayashi, and then you have that fourth style called Matsumori Sieto, and we um, are very few and far between. I know most of the Matsumori people that train today in the United States and elsewhere either by online or in person. You can't say that a lot about it, the other mm-hmm, styles, right. especially the shorin and ru styles. Um, so going back to the main source, you would have to go back to my teacher, for example, uh, Hohan Soken, O-sensei, Nabe Matsumura, which is an enigma in of himself, and I'll get to that in a second, and then, of course, you have Sokan Matsumura. Sokan Matsumura, as you know, was the guy, the man, the yep. myth, the legend yep. of Okinawan karate, yep. the... Quote unquote bodyguard to a couple kings. Then yep. he had to produce some type of art that would protect his king, but also other people. Mm-hmm. And that's what we tend to pass down through our system. Uh, my sensei's um, organization is what we call in short a hozonkai, which means preservation society. A lot of mm-hmm. other styles have those words hozonkai. Yes, 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 yes. Ours okay. is the Okinawa Shorenu Matsumori Sieto Karate hozonkai. Okay. But we just say Hozonkai for short because that's a mouthful. Yeah. Um, so our, our, our style is actually a preservation society of Hohan Soken's karate and kobudo. Okay. Can't forget the kobudo part. Okay. In our system, we don't have a separate karate and sure. kobudo. It is mixed because that's how Sokan sensei himself did it. Um, you had Sokan Matsumura. Then you had his grandson, Nabe Matsumura. And then his nephew, Hohan Soken. Hohan Soken had many students, both military and non Okinawan.
0: Yeah, so that's an important, I think, that we note. He lived from 1889 to 1982. 1982, so he was 93 <clears> when he passed. After, you know, of course, everyone knows World War II, right? Right. So he he would have rightfully had many military students, American yes.
1: students, yes.
0: after that time.
1: Well, Soken Sensei, Soken sensei himself, excuse me. Um, came back to Okinawa from Argentina in around 1954, somewhere around there. He left in around 1924, 25, Mm -hmm. left for whatever reason you want to believe on the Internet. Uh, My teacher had said some similar things that he went to go to work and make money because mm-hmm. they had to send it back. Mm-hmm. There was a mm-hmm. large contention of Okinawan expats and other people that lived in Argentina. Mm-hmm. Why Argentina? Not sure.
0: Yeah, uh, Not really right, sure. Right,
1: yeah. But there are a lot of Okinawans and Japanese that live there. Yeah. So Soken Sensei moved there, spent 20 some odd years there, almost 30 years there, comes back to Okinawa. And you know, World War II occurred. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of changes happened yeah. to Okinawan karate. Not as much as I believe personally... As, as people say, because there are still pockets of and sensei that were still closed off to the outside world that didn't get touched by the Japanese government. Mm-hmm. Soken sensei was one of those. My teacher, Akamine Yoshimatsu sensei, he was born in 1943, and in 1959 he started with Soken sensei when he was 16. Okay. So he was at that prime age to be molded into a, a karateka mm-hmm. that Ohan Soken sensei sought out so he just started during world war ii to be born
0: yeah so he lived
1: through that time yeah um he had told us only one little story about that time being very meager yeah. and poor and and just difficult i remember reading in the um the uh where were we just yesterday um we went to one of the museums uh, at the peace, peace park And I remember reading that the people of Okinawa, how they had to live was treacherous and just something we could never understand. One example is uh, frying tempura in used motor oil. I as an American can't understand that. I have it easy in the United States practicing karate and just living. These people during World War II had a horrible time. He would, He doesn't talk about Hakimian yeah. sense. He doesn't talk about that time. But just one of the stories he said it was very difficult. Yeah. Muskashi it yeah, was yeah, difficult yeah. to live during that time period.
0: Have you um, very short read? Have you read The Girl with the White Flag?
1: Not yet. But people have told me you to read, read it. it.
0: You can read it on the plane ride home. It's so short. You gotta read it for all the listeners. You, you need to read The Girl with the White Flag. It, if you read it and you don't break down, it's it's. Mm, it's very very sad to think about i I have two daughters right, right. Do you have children
1: I have two boys mm-hmm. to, to
0: read this story about what this this seven year old think she was seven or nine in the at the time what she went through was just horrifying yeah, yeah so you as as read i was it, reading as I was reading read
1: through it? the through the peace peace park museum it, it was pretty sad yeah. and I could see why people would not talk about those yeah. types of things my my own father who's deceased now was was in in the Korean War and he would never yeah. talk about. He would only say that he was a gunner, yeah. and I finally figured out as I older what a gunner meant, and that was you shooting down people. Yep. So unfortunately my father probably had to shoot down a lot of people yep. and won't talk about it, and I could see why. I could now going that. back to the, to the idea of the, the karate itself, the karate at that time, as you know through history, was being transformed slightly by the Japanese government, and there are pockets of Okinawan sensei, like my own, uh, my own system, of Sokan sensei and then Akamini sensei, they didn't have that huge change. I'm not saying the kate is better or worse. I'm just saying it's different. Mm -hmm. And that's why people believe that Sokan sensei used the word Matsumura, Sieto. Matsumura referring to Sokan Matsumura and Nabe Matsumura and then Sieto as in traditional. Mm -hmm. Again, not better or worse, just going back to the roots, which I believe is what we as a preservation society in the Hozonkai need to continue to do. And mostly it's going to be done by Americans. Um, My sensei has four active Kyoshi at this point, me being one of them, um, going to propagate and spread his karate throughout the world. And the reason I brought that up is just this trip, my sensei has opened the floodgates In what he's been teaching us. He's taught us a lot on the trips I've come before. I've started coming here in 2006. So every other year I've been here. I've been here seven times now. Um, And in the beginning, it's getting to know you, what you do, watching what you do, not being too, um, you know, personable, just like the Okinawan sensei are. But over time, he has opened up more and more. And this trip has been even more Giving, and I believe that's because his daughter is now training with us here. Okay. She's from Utah, married to uh, an Air Force, uh, retired Air Force, and Maki has come and translated a lot for us, which has been okay. a, a blessing. Yeah, big time. Does big uh, time. many times they speak any English, only a little bit, okay? But I believe he knows more than he lets on uh-huh. because uh-huh. we've talked about things and he has answered us uh-huh. in Japanese and we're in English, yeah. But he doesn't speak a sure. lot of English, only a little bit. So be, Maki being here and translating for us has been great. And that's allowed him to just, as I said, open the floodgates with technique, waza, philosophy, which we'll get into, um, what Sieto is all about. It, it's It's been eye-opening. How old is Akimini Sensei? He is 75. Okay. In five years, that tends to be the time that Okinawan Sensei start to retire. We asked him when he's retiring, he goes... As long as I'm alive and breathing, I will continue to teach you if you come. Because he has been so uh, ecstatic that we have been coming here to train with him. You have to understand with Akamenei Sensei and a lot of the Okinawan Sensei that are closed off to a lot of training, uh, people outside of the United States, I mean out of Okinawa, um, they tend to be very reserved and very protected of their art. Um, We have, I guess, proven to him that we are dedicated, and want to spread his art. So at the first Okinawan tournament, we demonstrated the kata pasai dai. Mm -hmm. There was eight of us, but seven other groups. And it's funny, the guy that was running it told us that we were the miscellaneous group because we are not part of a large karate organization, which is fine. People got to see Soken Sensei's karate. And that was Then the next day, his daughter Maki competed in Pasai Dai, and they got to see her karate. The funny part about the side story is while you had to get preliminaries out of the way Mm -hmm. to compete, Maki and Sensei and one of the other students went to demonstrate, and Sensei demonstrated his karate, and they were amazed because they've never seen Hohan Soken's karate before. How, Josh, on earth... In 2018, can you have not have seen yeah. Sokin Sensei's karate? Well, I know why, because there's not a lot of us yeah. teaching it. Yeah. And they were amazed by his karate and how smooth it was and how how brisk it was and what power he had, but then how relaxed he was.
0: So he did this, um, if I understand correctly,
1: <clears throat> he would have done this to
0: demonstrate for the judges prior to the tournament. Yes. This was one of the... Okay, okay. so, so the people listening, prior to the first... Okinawa Karate International Tournament that was just finished a few days ago. Almost one year now, they've been having practice rounds for the yes. judges to learn. Yes. And interesting enough, coming from Okinawa Kempo, we had to do the same thing. Yeah, I know. And they, have <laughs> prosai, they have not seen our Prasai, ku, they have not seen our kusanku, they have not seen our saison, they have not seen our niseishi. So we had to do the same thing. Right, right, right. And that was very important to get out there and to, and to show that as well. So you had to do. Your sensei did that. Yes.
1: And I he was wondering that. how are they going to judge my daughter in the tournament so they had to talk they had a conversation about this and you don't see that in any of the other organizations well you don't see it because they're very common and everyone knows what their kata looks like if you were to look at our pasai dai compared to other pasai dai um, you would see it's slightly different than Kobayashi Shobayashi uh, Matsubayashi uh, Shorenru based Um, yours is obviously Okinawan Kenpo yeah but but I'm willing to bet
0: all of your kata is slightly different yes
1: yes they are and I can tell you that our, our kata are very similar, if not 99%, like Soken Sensei, because I have, and my sensei has, video of of Soken Sensei doing kata back in the early 70s, 8mm. Mm-hmm. And you could see, and at that time, Soken Sensei was uh, 82, 83, mm-hmm. and you could see him still so agile, And so even in Kusanku, we Mm -hmm. drop in Kusanku Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. into the low stance. And it's remarkable how the kata is the same. But going back to the Okinawan tournament, it was interesting to hear these stories about Soken's karate not being seen. They thought it wasn't being taught on the island anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maki told us, Soken sensei's karate is still taught? It's 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course it is. All you have to do is go online and type in Matsumor Sieto. You'll find my website mm-hmm. and other people's websites and even Sensei's website. It's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So karate may be a small world, but it's still lost to some people. Yeah. Yeah. And this is part of our deal is going to the tournament, demonstrating and maki competing, and then us coming here and then going back to America and other places to teach people Matsumorshita. Here on Okinawa,
0: um, yeah. So Maki lives in the states. Yes. But here on Okinawa, uh, how many students does since Sensei have that are that are actively training with him?
1: I would say at this point, probably a dozen or less. Okay. A dozen uh, or less. Um, Full time, about six or seven. Okay. hmm A couple of adults. And, like, four kids. Okay. Yes. So it's a small dojo. His dojo is on the second floor of his house, yeah. okay. as most sensei's Quite dojo common, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole second floor is dedicated to the dojo. Okay. Um, it's funny, because when we first went there, uh, if you look on the floor, you will see thousands of sweat stains, yeah. as I mentioned on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, 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 And they're gone. They're, they're there. The sweat's gone, but they've remained. Yeah. And there we are last so night resident. adding to this history of this of this uh, dojo. Mm-hmm. And I can see every time that when we come, you know when you talk to somebody and they're just being nice to be nice because that's expected. Mm-hmm. But when we come, Sensei is overjoyed. And for me, that's... That's emo- it's yeah, an emotional yeah, thing yeah. for me. You know, I understand. I'm very I, emotional I understand about it. that I understand because it. he has opened his arms to me and my student. My four students are here. My whole dojo is here mm-hmm. this trip. I have a very small dojo. I model it after my sensei's mm-hmm. dojo back near Baltimore, Maryland. And um, it's called Imperial Crane Martial Arts. And our dojo is always open to people to come and visit. I get someone once in a great while because they're lost. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not because they know the dojo is there. (laughs) When I give someone directions to the dojo, I have to meet them outside because our dojo- Well, that's very
0: much like Okinawa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You're keeping true there.
1: (laughs) Our dojo is on private property next to the VWI airport. And only once or twice, maybe three times in the 11 years we've been there, we've had visitors by accident because they're lost. Other people have come to train, of course. But they know because I go meet them and bring them. Because if I, if I bring you to my dojo at night specifically, and you don't know what's going on, you think I'm a kidnapper and I'm going to murder <laughs> you. <laughs> because it's desolate. It's desolate. you know. And we yeah. call it the rustic dojo. It's called the Imperial Crane Martial Arts. But we call it the rustic dojo. We call it Imperial Crane because, as you know, the, the highest kata in, in our system is hakutsuru, a white crane. Yep. It's the enigma of the 90s. Everybody and their mother, it was the Holy Grail of the 90s. Everyone and their mother wanted to learn the white crane kata. Yeah. Josh, if I were to show you the kata, or if Akemi Sensei were to show you the kata, you would look at it and go, that's it? Yeah. That's what everybody's looking for? It's, that's not the point. Yeah, yeah. It's the principles. Yep. It's the open hand, striking principles that people don't get. And people who see it for the first time, it's like, oh, that's nothing. Yeah. But it's really something. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, when Indiana Jones was looking for the chalice of Jesus, mm-hmm. and he was looking for the gold, mm-hmm. and what was it? It was a common clay chalice yep. that you know Jesus would have yep. drank out yep. 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 because he was yep. humble. Yep. Same with our, our our white crane, Hakutsu Kata. It is a humble kata. But the moves are easy to do. It's the principles of it. Oh, yeah. oh, the tai sabaki. Yeah. The, the tuite that's actually in it that you don't see, or the tuite, as Hohan Soken would call it, uh, the grappling, the striking, the, the the basic, I hate to say karate kid kick, yeah, yeah. white crane kick, yeah, which is weird. not the kick, by no, the No, but that, uh, you,
0: know, it's, you can joke about that all you want, but that that um, maybe
1: led to or brought back some of the popularity of it. Exactly. Right? Really Hohan Soken um, was a master at the kick that we do we call it a shadow kick because we don't really know. We asked sensei the first time we learned it in the dojo back in 2006. Sensei, uh, name this waza. He goes, oh, no name. honto. Really? Yeah. He goes, no name. Yeah. yeah. So we just called it shadow because when you're kicking, you're looking the other way, but you're creating a shadow, and it's a sneaky kick. Okay. So that's why we call it that, and we have it in chinto kata. We have it in hakutsuru. We have it in pinan. Uh, pinan shokata and pasai dai okay. we had the same kick our, our system Mamatsu Matsumori Sieto is very simple to do you will see lots of repetition of movements but the application of those movements the bunkai mm-hmm. or what my sensei calls kuzushi kuzushi is a debalancing he calls, he calls application kuzushi, because every move that you do, kuzushi someone, it depalances them. It steals their center. It takes them off. Okay. So he doesn't use okay. the technical term. His bunkai name is for like pinan shodan, uh, pinan nidan, simple kata, hmm. which is kihon kata. Uh, we do kihon. We do five kihon up and down the floor like a lot of dojo do. But our first kata, pinan shodan, was our original kihon. Okay. So... Hohan Sokin sensei and Akamine sensei um, developed this kihon. Because my sensei was a 22-year student of Sokin sensei until he died in 1982. So they had a lot of time together. And as you know, the old days of training was not big dojo. Sure. You sure. had two or three yep. people. Uh, you have people in, in, in Matsumori Sieto um, like uh, Seki Arikaki, who unfortunately has passed away. Um, you have Kohama... Um, uh, Johatsu, who has passed away. You have Mitsuo Inoue, who just recently died last year. Yeah. Um, you have um, Kosei Nishihara, who passed away, who one of his lineages is is still being taught in, in Okinawa yeah. under um, Isao Toma. Uh, it's funny, Isao sensei came over Monday night and I saw him come up the steps. I'm like, Ah, it's Isao Toma sensei. Isao Toma sensei is my friend Walt Young's sensei. Okay. I introduced Walt Young to Isao Toma to learn Matsumori Sieto through the Nishihira lineage. Okay. Um, through my teacher. That, because my teacher and um, uh, Toma sensei are Tomodachi, they're friends. Okay. Okay. And I did not know that. And I met, I met Toma sensei at a party that sensei was having, and I kept looking at him. And I kept looking at him, and I'm thinking to myself, that's Isao Toma. Wait a second. He's friends with my teacher? And my friend Walt was stationed on the island at the time. Okay. And I said, I typed him on the computer. I said, Walt, you'll never guess who I met tonight. Isao Toma, he goes, oh, that's my lineage of Matsumori Sieto. You've you got to get me to train with him. So he did. Now, how does this lineage Okay, the lineage
0: di- differs differ. in a couple
1: in, ways. Anyway, okay. In a couple ways. Uh Kina? Was as a, a man, who, teacher, who was a student of Sokin, who has his own branch of Matsubori Sieto. Um, Nishihira had uh, other students, a uh, couple in from the states like Ricky Rose and um, David Mock, uh different Americans, but also Okinawans like uh, Isao Toma. So that their differs a little bit than mine in just slight application or the way you do things. But because Soken the- Sensei taught everybody differently yeah, okay. that's yep. the point people this. don't understand yep. Yep. he taught everyone slightly differently based on your ability yep. your body type what you can do and what you might prefer yep. like my teacher is a master at the Sai okay great at the Sai so Soken Sensei focused a lot on Sai with him we did the other Kobudo we do we do Tenudokon we, we do Chikenbo or we call it mm-hmm. uh we do uh, Sai Kama and Nunchaku so we don't have a big kobido, but it's all Sokins' okay. Um, so everybody basically took one part of the system and basically it was a specialty. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Isao Toma is a kicker mm-hmm. It's a great kicker. His Getty is fantastic, okay um, He focused on the net, and Walt would tell me all the time that he would do like thousand kicks at night practice, okay. and then Sensei would want to practice two more hours yep. you know so that's how it differs. Montserori okay. Sieto around the world differs based on who was taught by Sokin Sensei got it. Now, depending on who you talk to, they will tell you their version of Matsumori Sieto is different than mine because of those differences. But I don't believe they're different. I believe they're all Matsumori Sieto. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But good luck finding a Matsumori Sieto teacher on Okinawa. Very difficult. (laughs) So let's back up then for a second. Um, How did you find your sensei? Mm. Good, Good question. Back in 2005... I was awarded a Fulbright scholarship. I'm a high school science teacher okay. for the last 20 years and back in Maryland. And I was at a science, national science convention in Baltimore, and they had a, a seminar about the Fulbright. And I heard of the Fulbright before. Mm-hmm. Senator Fulbright was someone who wanted to propagate um, love for other countries and people going to other countries and things like that. He's been passed for a long time. So he set up a program for teachers to go to other countries. And one of those countries is Japan. And I'm like, oh, I got to enter this. I filled the application, blah, blah, blah. Didn't get in the first time. Didn't get in the second time. Three's a charm. I got a three-week stint to go over to Japan. So we went to Tokyo and then Nagaoka, Niigata Prefecture, and we studied Japanese education. Didn't get to do any karate because uh, at the time... I started karate back in 1987 in Shorenru, an offshoot of Kenshin Kan, okay. of Fusei Kisei okay. sensei. Okay. Okay. My first teacher was Al Smith okay. you know, from Pennsylvania. Okay. So that's how I got involved in the Ru Matsumura, Sieto type yeah. art. Okay. Studied that for 12 years, went to college. After college, during college, I was training on my own. I had a friend who was in Shorenru, but he was in Shobayashi. So we trained yeah. still together, whatever. Similar, same, same. Yeah. Practiced on stuff. Left, uh, graduated college, moved to Maryland, started teaching, did two years of Matsumura Kempo through the Uichi Kuda group, found out it's very similar because Uichi Kudo, you know, was a student of Hohan Soken. He took Kempo, Kenpo okay. and Matsumura Sieto combined them into Matsumura
0: Okay,
1: That's how he got his style. And I studied it. I'm like, hey, mine's very similar to that. So I said, you know what? I need to find somebody... That does Matsumorsieto. So an acquaintance of mine said he was going to Okinawa in 2006. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. Step out of my comfort zone. Let me do it. Started practicing Japanese. My, my Japanese is okay. Just a little tiny bit. I can order a beer, go to the yeah. bathroom, you know, say excuse me <laughs> you know, when I screw up, but yeah. whatever. And so we went to Okinawa 2006 and met Okamine Sensei.
0: Because this person that you came
1: with mm-hmm. had,
0: had ties to him? Was, or you, was his student. Was his, okay, okay. Was his
1: student. Okay. So we did. We came here. Sensei must have been impressed with me and another guy that I came with, Gary, the guy that I'm still training with and still part of our organization. Unfortunately, the person that brought me over the first time is no longer part of our organization. That's an, another story. And ever since then, we've been coming to Okinawa. Okay. And that's how I got here. Okay. and sensei is not sick of us yet because yeah, he yeah. says keep coming keep back and back. training yeah. and we have and this trip has been special because he has been so outgoing and so uh just it's just been a a blessing for him to be teaching us so much and just opening the secrets of some of the things there's no secrets in karate i'm sorry what anybody says i believe it. I, I is not a secret yep Hakatsura is done through our entire curriculum, from Pinan Shodan all the way through Akusan Ku. We do Hakatsura techniques and principles. People don't understand that. We do them. We're not going to do Pinan Shodan and say, Hey, Josh, here's a craning technique or a Tute technique, and that's what you should focus on. No, 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 no. That's Kihon Kata. You're not ready for that stuff. not saying you're not deserving of it no, you're just not ready yep, 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 yep. so through the entire curriculum of ours we have 11 kata through our entire curriculum including the ha- Hakatsura, is all white crane based okay all
0: right
1: yeah a lot of people don't realize that so you you met akumini sensei then 2006 six uh so 12 years now i've been a student of his
0: proved yourself obviously mm-hmm. um Did you ask him at that time, or did he, how how did it, I mean, how did you go about, if you can speak of the formalities of saying, may
1: I be your student? Okay, I'm glad glad that you asked that, because that's so important today in Okinawa Dojo. It has been lost. You used to be uh, someone that would have to get a a letter of acceptance and take it to that sensei. Um, When my friend Walt was accepted as a student of Toma sensei, Akamine sensei talked to Toma sensei on Walt's behalf. Okay. And Walt drafted a letter to send to Toma sensei for Akamine sensei okay. to make it easier. But since they were Tomodachi, they were friends, yes. yeah. it made it easier. Right. Okay. So how, how did I become his student? It's kind of funny, at the end of the training in 2006, we were sitting at you know, a, a, a basically a going away party Bon Voyage party and uh, we were talking about a lot of things and we got grilled at that party by everybody mm-hmm. not Sensei himself Sensei's wife Ritsuko uh, his daughters it's funny Sensei has no male mm-hmm. as, mm-hmm. as children mm-hmm. he has females and they're great karateka. Mm-hmm. Um so he had them grill us family members talked to us and their questions basically were all the same. Why are you here training mm-hmm. in karate mm-hmm. with Akamene Sensei? Did you, what did you think about this at the time? Of these I questions? did not feel slighted at all. Uh-huh. I expected that because I, I'm someone who prepares ahead of time. And I knew what to expect coming to Okinawa. Okay. Here's what I did, did not expect. Did you feel that he was uh, testing me? Yeah, testing yes. you in a oh, way. Oh, totally. Okay. okay. 100% he okay. was testing me. Okay, Everything. We would do a kata, and I would do what we call chudanuke. And our chudanuke tends to be along the center line. And he would move my fist a fraction. Like three of millimeters. He just, and I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Really? And I'd do a pretty good chudanuke. Yeah. No. He was testing our yeah, patients. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's lost today in Okinawa Karate. People want rank, 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 rank. Or a Kyoshi or, or, or Renshi title. They want titles. Nope. I was given the title of Kyoshi by my sensei and wasn't asked for it. I didn't ask him for it. He just said, you're getting Kyoshi at the end of the trip. I'm like, honto? Really? Because he knew we were serious and wanted to teach this to people back in the States. I felt fine while they were questioning me, but I sort of got at the end, a little perturbed that they kept asking the same, same questions. questions. It's not like anyone yeah. was talking to each other. Yeah, 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 they yeah, had yeah. this list of questions <laughs> that they wanted to ask over and over and over and over and over. Uh, but sensei wanted to know your kokoro. He
0: yeah, yeah, you wanted yeah, to know yeah, your yeah, heart. Yeah, yeah, Maybe that was their technique, though. They, don't, yeah, they yeah. wanted to see if you kept saying yeah. the same thing.
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Consistency. Yeah, yeah. For me, that's important. Consistency. Trust is important. Yep. Um, the way you treat people, the way you talk to people is very important. It's being lost in Okinawa and karate today. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's being lost. And becoming a student of someone is being lost. Sensei was testing us in our heart. This whole trip, he's been talking a lot about our heart. And is our heart in the right spot. He knows that. But he wants people with the right heart. When he crosses his arms in an X, that's not good. That's bad. If you cut someone off here while you're driving, they'll go like this to you. And they're not trying to be mean. They're just saying, whoa, you screwed up. That's important for me. I fit into his dojo. I, I don't care if we have a million people in the dojo. I don't care if we have a big dojo or a big organization. I care that what we have is legit. It's authentic, and it's something Sensei does and has a heart for. And he does. At 75 years old, his daughter tells me all the time, "It's like he's 25 again." When we come over, oh, that's he fantastic. gets. Re- and, oh, I'm getting goosebumps. That's fantastic. He gets rejuvenated. Yeah. He loves that we're here, and he is. And, and one of the questions I knew you were going to have is. Uh, Is he open to students? Uh, Akimene sensei is open to students. But his base, he'll always accept you to come in and train for a Mm -hmm. night to see how you are. Mm -hmm. But if you don't want to train in just his system, he probably won't invite you back. Yeah, yeah. He wants you to be serious about him training in Matsumura Sieto. Josh, I abandoned up until 2006 all the kata that I did prior to that. Was to it, train with Sensei. Was it an easy decision for you? Difficult decision? No, not not difficult at all. Okay, no, I did it. I did it the drop of the hat because I knew he was the man I wanted to train with. I knew he was the man and he was the warrior that I wanted to be training with. Our system is not a system to hurt anybody. It's self protection. It's to protect others first. Mm-hmm. I should clarify first to protect others. And then protect ourselves secondly. And my new students that I get don't understand that right away. They think, oh, I'm taking self-defense to protect myself. Mm -mm. Your duty is to protect others first. And yourself second. But guess what? While you're training to protect other people, you already know how to protect yourself. You already covered two bases. Do you
0: feel like that is what... Is that something that a community sensei holds dear? That's something that... um, Sokan sensei held yes, from, from exactly. the lineage of
1: yes. protecting the king. Yes. Can you take, do you feel you can yes. take it back? Okay. 100% all the way back. And that's one of the reasons. If you know any of the history of Okinawa, especially with Sokan Matsumura, he was not the only bodyguard. There were many bodyguards that had many fighting arts that they, they, had, to. they had to. They had to know weaponry and they had to know open hand. They had to. If you lose a weapon, sure. you're done. Yeah. Sokan Matsumura obviously did jigenru. he did sword, he did a lot of things. I mean, there were Okinawan samurai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sokan sensei was a samurai. You know, the, the thing was, people don't realize that you had to train in both weapons and open hand, but you had to do one thing, and that was to protect that king. Yeah. And yeah. if you didn't protect that king and his family, you lost your job. Yeah. So our system of Matsumura was born out of that. Okay. And through Sokan Matsumura, Nabe Matsumura, Hohan Sokan and his many students... We're just passing that on. That's our hozon kai. That's our preservation. We are passing down our lineage. I protect others and myself at the same time. I have a wife and, and, and two boys I have to protect. I also have a dojo of students I have to protect. Mm-hmm. I have friends. I even have someone who I don't care about that I will protect if I have to. Because yep. yep. that's my duty, my duty. Yep. whatever you want to call it, whatever label you want to throw on. But I totally believe that. It's way back yeah. to, the, yeah. to, the, yeah. to the original system. Back.
0: Yep, that's interesting. That
1: you can take it back to that lineage. That's good. Again, oh, that's good. again, I'm, I'm going to say good. this a third time. It's it's not better or worse. It's just our factual yeah, yeah. lineage of what we can tie back. You you said there's eleven kata. We have eleven. Is That kata. counting weapons? Or that's only empty. No, that's what we have. We have pinan Shoda, Pinan Nida. Yep. We have uh, nahachi Shoda, nahachi Nida. Yep. We have pasai shoda, Passai Dai. Right. Mean, this is the order that we do them in. We have um, Rohai,
0: yep.
1: we have Chinto,
0: yep.
1: we have Goju Shiho, yep. Kusanku, which is 11. Notice I said 11, not 12. Mm-hmm. Because Hakutsura is that one that we still work on all the time. Mm-hmm. So I don't consider I have that kata down. Okay, I got It is you. part of our curriculum, but that's the last kata to learn. Then we have uh, uh, Tenrun Kong Bo. We have uh, tsukembo or chikembo depending on if you put extra spins in it. That's chikembo okay.
0: okay. This is only a bow, or this a is bow. a nunte. Boom! Just a Just bow. Bowl. Just okay. a bow. Okay. okay.
1: Then we have our um, uh, soken no sai. We have our soken no tonfa. Yep. We have a kama. Yep. And we have a nunchaku. Okay. But we also do eku with the two bow kata. Okay, okay. Yep. Change it slightly. Yep, yep. So if you want to call that six or seven or eight kata, bow kata, um, kobudo kata, yeah. whatever. I don't, I don't consider them different kata if yeah. you're using an echo and a bow, but we don't have separate echo kata. Okay, is basically. Okay. So we have a very small curriculum. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's very similar to ours, actually. We have 12 empty hand kata. Uh, but you, you, you have pinon shodan and nidon. Right. Um, and then Nihanchi showed on Nidon. Right. Do you know why? I'm, I'm I, know you know. I know what you're going to yeah, ask. I'm particularly <laughs> curious about those two. Why not the five penons and, and the third Nihanchi? Um, why, why weren't they brought into the curriculum?
1: Is there we, we, we believe, in our lineage of Matsuorsieto, that Hohan Soken kept what he believed to be the core and drop the others. Because you realize that Hohan Soken, just like a lot of uh, Okinawan sensei at the time, trained together no matter sure. if you were Shorenru, Ryu, yeah, yeah. yeah. or Goju, Had to have given or his, Given his age when he yeah, was yeah. born, yeah. They all yeah. trained together. Yeah. We don't do that today yeah. as much, unfortunately. Right. I would love right. for that to happen. I trained so, with a lot of people I, outside of Shorenru in the States.
0: I believe without uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt that he knew, trained, the other pinons Naihanchi. But for some reason, he chose the, to keep Shodan and Nidan uh, mm-hmm. from the pinon mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. from Naihanchi's. So um, something there's something in those kata, right, right. That, that he
1: wanted to keep and to teach yeah. his students right, right. Uh, fundamentals or something. Mm-hmm. You know there's one kata, though, that I did not mention. If you see our, our scroll kata list in, in Akamini Sensei's dojo, it goes from right to left, as you know. The third kata says Sanchin. Oh, is that right? So where is that kata? It's not on your website either. Nope. There's a reason why I didn't put it on there. Here's, here's the mystery kata of Seto. And I already know the answer and I'm going to tell you the answer. It's not really that difficult. I'm making it bigger than it is. Sanchin was practiced by uh, Soken Matsumura. We're making a guess. Um, Nabi Matsumura and Hohan Soken. Okay. Hohan Soken practiced Sanchin and so did Akamine sensei. Okay. Sanchin Kata was dropped from Matsumor Sieto curriculum. Sokin Sensei, no more. Because of the breathing, the hard breathing. Okay. He believed, now whether he was a doctor or not, or just played one on TV, mm-hmm. Sanchin was detrimental to your body mm-hmm. and said, no more Sanchin. Okay. Boom, left it. It's gone. Last trip in 2016, I asked Sakimini Sensei, do you know Sanchin Kata? He goes, yes, but not good enough to teach it. He said, I don't practice it anymore okay. because my sensei told me not to. Okay. Akamei sensei is very loyal yep. to his teacher, even to today. You can see the loyalty in how he talks about him. Mm-hmm. Whenever he talks about Sokun sensei, he points up to his picture okay. that he's still here. Yep. And in Okinawa, that's, awesome. that's important. Yeah. Your family, your ancients are important. Yeah. They pray to the ancients. Oh, yeah. oh, For yeah. me as a Christian i do not
0: well i'm in your same, as you know. same situation i do not uh, i'm the I'm same boat. a christian um and as is my wife mm-hmm. which this is not a religious podcast but i don't care I, <laughs> so is my wife who's from here right. but living on the island coming up after you guys go home a few weeks is all long which and exactly we, and we, i've been here we, for that we 100 yes. well i love it mm-hmm. um whether you believe everything that's that you're practicing going on with Obon or not, and I've attended when my mother-in-law passed away and some very questionable in-my-mind things, Mm -hmm. but the way the Okinawans treat their ancestors, and I'm sure there's other places in the world that do that. I haven't experienced it. I think it's amazing.
1: Yeah, exactly, 100%. I thought it was fantastic to to be a part of. uh, When I was here in 2006, my first trip, uh, the gentleman that brought us, his wife is Okinawan, and they had a—we uh, are here for Oban. And they had some prayers that someone had deceased. Yep. And I was there, and we were sitting in Seiza, which I don't mind sitting in Seiza. Yep. It doesn't violate my faith. It doesn't yep. do any yep. of that. Um, when I'm in Mokso, when I'm meditating, I don't meditate on anything but Christ, myself. Mm-hmm. I do because I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. and I just relax myself. That's me. Yep. I don't care what anybody else thinks. Um, I, I say Mokso Hajime and Mokso Yame, the yep. sensei asked me to do that. And I do it. Yep. I was doing that during um, this Oban Festival, just thinking. And then I, I just started thinking about people. And I was praying myself to God. And I was thinking about the people. Hopefully that this woman is, is fine where she is and what, what's happening to her. And then I just thought, thought about these people and, and them doing this and how awesome it is to treat your ancestors this way. Yep. And that's something we're lacking. We put our old folks in homes beyond belief. We're ready to get rid of them. My parents, unfortunately, died both from cancer. My mom just this past September. I watched both of my parents die, but we had to put them in at a hospice because we couldn't take care of them the way they needed to. Mm-hmm. But coming here is amazing, mm-hmm. seeing this happen. So I can, I can, I can, you and I can, you know, relate in that mm-hmm. when you're mm-hmm. during Obon. Mm-hmm. So all I'm going to say is good luck when Obon comes yeah. up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I think that's
0: an important, I, I wish everyone that was really, truly practicing uh, Okinawa martial arts and wanted to learn more about the culture, I wish they could experience that.
1: I wish more people would come here to do that. Yeah, and it's funny too. when one of the questions you asked me about people coming here in dojo etiquette and things yeah. like that, I talk with a lot of people on Facebook, friends of mine, other people in Matsumori Sieto groups and other martial arts, and they say, well, I don't need to go to Okinawa to learn Okinawan karate. You are, you are correct. Yeah. To a degree, you are yeah. correct. There are more people training in Okinawan karate outside the yeah, United States. That's true. There is someone famous a long time ago, I can't remember his name, um, I'm sa- not saying it on purpose, said, if you want to learn authentic Okinawa karate which in the next 20 years, you will go outside of Okinawa, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But coming to Okinawa and trying to understand the whole karate art, mm-hmm. my, my, my teacher believes that karate is art before anything. It's beautiful. He uses that word a lot. Mm-hmm. You have to come to Okinawa to experience the people first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. before anything then the art, mm-hmm. and then you understand the culture and understand where it came from and why your art is the way. Yep. Okinawan people and Japanese people, I don't want to slight the Japanese people at all because I would never do that. I believe Okinawan people are slightly different than, than Japanese people. My sensei is at the age where he's at that cusp. Yeah. Uh, I believe, I 100% though...
0: 100% agree with that. My, because if I look at the age of your sensei, my, my kaicho, my father-in-law, there mm-hmm. is a difference. And I'm not trying to slight the Japanese either. I but would there is do. a difference. There is There's a total a different culture.
1: Yep, yep. The, the Okinawan people and the Japanese people, what amazes me, and this is what I was amazed at when I first came here, I did not expect a few things. And one of them, I did not expect that the Japanese and Okinawan people have forethought in everything they do before they do it. They, ex, uh, they expect nothing less than um, doing their best. And they already see what you're going to want and they already anticipate that, and they do it for you. Mm-hmm. And, Josh, in this world, we've missed that, and we are missing that in the outside world, mm-hmm. especially the Western world, mm-hmm. and I wish we could do more of it. Yep. We are missing that idea, yep. and they do that. And the other thing I did not expect coming here to Okinawa in 2006 is in my Sensei's Dojo, while we are training, the little kids yes. running around <laughs> and screaming like banshees. All the time, oh, and I'm oh, trying to practice yeah. my pin on shodan, yeah, which yeah. is the easiest kata yeah, I can yeah. do, and I have to concentrate on doing it yeah. because I'm nervous yeah. to all get out, and there's these kids running around yeah. like they were just given ten pounds of sugar, yep. and you know what? Sensei didn't pat an eye. Yeah, yeah. Would not. They're standing on the wall upside down doing headstands yeah. while we're doing kata. And he would just come up and just tap them on the back and shoo them away yeah, yeah. while they run and yell <laughs> in front of the showman and yell yeah. and throw stuff. And it's amazing. Yeah. And you know what? After, after that first couple of classes in 2006, I just said, you know what? I have to stop thinking like an American and think.
0: Paul, I still like struggle with that. I still struggle with that. It's but fun as know, heck, you yeah, know? But, yeah, I, I struggle with that, but you're right. Um, and I've had conversations with other senseis here about that, about letting kids be kids and play and bounce and fall and and climb on things. And it can be frustrating when classes and going learn on, the kata
1: when they learn it.
0: Yeah, yeah. But they're and not how to focus use their on, body. on it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, they're learning how to use their body by doing that. And
1: it is difficult. It's funny you said that because uh, Akemi Sensei just told us a story last night that when he was training with Soken Sensei, they would train a lot without gi tops on. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way... They, and it they, was only
0: men. Yeah, they, they rarely had
1: did. females. Yeah, yeah. And they would train their bodies. And it wasn't to look at muscle definition. It was to look at your breathing
0: uh-huh. and how you okay. would
1: breathe. Like when we do goji shiho, in our goji shiho, we start out in yoi, and we drop onto our left knee, and we do a chudanuke, and we do a punch. When we stand up and we do our first two moves, like a morote, first two move strikes almost like vertical fist strikes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We strike and boom, and pause, and relax. Cross our arms and do it again. And then I come across, crane, punch, punch, kick, punch, punch. And we're practicing our breathing the entire time. That's what's key to most Okinawan systems. But for my sensei, he stresses that the most. Mm -hmm. Deluxe. As you know, mm-hmm, he says mm-hmm, it, Relax. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Pulse on, delax. And, and I am relaxed, but I'm not. Yes. He can see it. Yep. We have to relax. Because at that impact, when we punch, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And then we're relaxed. And a lot of my new students can't do that. They want to be a robot. One of my students came from Shotokan, And oh, my goodness, how difficult that was for him to do it. But five years later, he's great. Yeah. He's great at it. Relax. So that's what makes armatsu morcito, uh, just like all other ka- karate, uh, it's it's a relaxing. But our strikes are really quick and fast, since it uses a lot of ipan ken. I just noticed this. Yeah. Uh, noticed me the doing The way you're
0: making your fist here. Okay. That's
1: not our normal fist. Okay. Our normal fist is the karate fist. Okay. Okay. But sometimes it's like this. So, so sensei would punch sometimes like this. Okay. Sometimes he would do. His famous punch yeah okay. oh, which i do not do
0: and uh this is where you know podcast hurts us because you can't see can't what see. paul's describing <laughs> here but uh different variations of fists that sensei would use um but mostly the traditional
1: karate fist, fist, fist is, is used is a lot. what you train
0: and what you what uh what you do in your what content, we do in our kata yes does it advance does the fist change yes. as you're uh, understanding some ipan
1: ken single knuckle punching Open hand, of course, striking a lot. Sensei loves to do a lot of grabbing, mm-hmm. like you punch it here. Yep, he, he block first. Uh, you may not be able to see this, of course, on the podcast. But uh, John has uh, punched with his right hand, and I am I am blocking it with my left, but also grabbing with yep. my right. And then we have a lot of pressure point pressure striking, grabbing, fingers, yep. and pulling. But the point is, it's quick. Yep, and then strike. Because I don't know about you. But I've always been brought up, if I'm going to punch a hard object, I'm going to do it with an open hand. I'm not going to punch your face or head with a closed Mm -hmm. fist. I don't care how many knuckle push-ups you do or how much makawada training you do. You punch just slightly wrong, you're breaking your fist. Sensei strikes all soft tissue targets with open hand nukite yep, yep. He does a lot of nukite striking especially chicken beak strikes like yep, in our uh, yep, chinto yep, 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 yep. up under the throat yep, yep. or into the, the super sternal notch the, yep. the, the, <clears throat> the gagging part yes. and he does a lot of that that's really a, a lot to soak in sensei that's, that's um, pretty um, common in the Matsumori Seiko world okay. uh, tai sabaki of course body change or change body wherever you're from um, is, is key in our system like other Okinawan systems but we do a lot of change body and closing the gap and, and double striking at the same time, double blocking at the mm-hmm. string. A lot of the time we do, like in Gojushio, when we're punching two hands, mm-hmm. one of them is a blocking hand. The other is a striking hand. Yep. And you know what? It depends on what day it is that you want to do it. Sure, sure. One can be this or one can be that. Yep. So if you would put Matsumor sato in a nutshell, a couple of things that come to mind are being relaxed all the time until that moment of impact kicking with the toes
0: i don't know about okay. you okay
1: that's still hard for me to do to get that second toe over that big yeah, toe yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very hard for me yeah, to do yeah. i'm still working on that but i'll have shoes on usually yeah. i don't usually get attacked at night or on the beach yeah. but anyway and um a lot of closed type of blocking mm-hmm. double blocking with two hands um soft tissue target striking um Face striking, like in our pasai uh, yeah, show, yeah, yeah, we yeah. come across and then we punch and block our shadow kick, as I talked about. That's something the podcast listeners will never get because you'd have to physically see yeah, it. Well, you know, things like that. Uh, in the future, but, I'll
0: have video. <laughs> if,
1: yeah, if you go onto, uh, onto the internet and you type in Akamine Yoshimatsu, or if you type in uh, Hohan Soken, or you go to Sensei's website, you will see him do some kata that point that out, his kicks. Mm-hmm when he does, he loves to demonstrate Rohai. His Rohai is boom, amazing. We do kata two different ways. We do kata in the dojo. I call corporate uh, kata. Ichi, ni, son, yon, go. But then we do personal kata, which a lot of people probably do on their own. The way we punch, the way we kick, we put combinations together. The applications, the kihon bunkai, the oyo bunkai, the kazushi, the taisabaki—all of that has to. Just, it's all personal for me. Mm-hmm. My sensei has stuff he likes to do. I have stuff mm-hmm. I like to do. Uh, some stuff I wouldn't do that he does because of his body type. Well, let me ask you that then. If when it comes to ranking of students, um,
0: or you know promotions, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there, do you have a pretty strict curriculum for that, or are you, are you, or are you quite flexible with your individual students? Is Sensei quite flexible with you when it comes to the next promotion? Whether someone came in and they're a white belt mm-hmm. or someone's getting ready to go to Shodan, do you have particular requirements?
1: Um, in, in my dojo, uh, Sensei lets us um, set up our curriculum to how we feel fit. We talk to him you know, about it first, of sure, course, sure. but how we see fit. So I have a certain number of kata for each belt, okay. if you want a Q. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I, I based off an eight q system. Okay. Um, and then for shodan, it's everything um, that we do. Uh, not a mastery, of course. Mastery of the basics. Mastery of the
0: basics, but not every kata.
1: Um, for shodan. No. Okay. Not for shodan. Um, why? Because we only have twelve kata. Yeah. That's the point, and. For you to be a Shodan in Armatsu Morcito, you don't have to have every Kata perfected. That's ridiculous. I mean, I've been studying 30 years now, and at this point, I'm a a sixth Don, a Kyoshi, and Hakatsura is the one that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. And I'll probably be working on that for probably the next 30 years. Mm -hmm. Because even though it's basic, it has some intricate moves, Mm -hmm. the principles. Principles to me in Kata are more important than Waza, or um, application mm-hmm. the key home can you do entering principles mm-hmm. can you do kuzushi debalancing do you know how to steal the center do you know how to do this what is your outlook on this content are you doing the same application for pin show that you are for let's say kusanku mm-hmm. you shouldn't be you should have progressed Ooh, yep. since then but for me, kata, kata is the key to our system. But kihon first must be mastered before we master kata. Sensei focuses on kihon a lot on purpose because he knows we know the kata. Mm-hmm. He wants to still make sure that our kihon is on par. And he so, does that all the time. Did you watch... Uh
0: did you watch any of the tournament? Yes. I mean, other than when yes. your own, okay. Yes, I did. Um, can I get your opinion on the tournament? On the tournament Based itself? Based off of what you just described, with mm-hmm. your, what you look for, what your sensei looks for, Kihon, you know, that versus, you know, advanced application, I'd like to get your opinion on the tournament.
1: Since I probably will not see anybody that's listening <laughs> to this podcast. Yeah. Except you, Josh, because I hope we have now just built a (laughs) long-time friendship. We have. Thank you. Um, I will tell you the pros of the Okinawan tournament, in my opinion, first. I always like to talk, as a school teacher, when I have a a parent interview or when I need to talk to a parent about a student that may be misbehaving. Mm -hmm. I teach high school science. You know high school Mm -hmm. today. Kids are really difficult to teach people ask me all the time how can you teach high school i have a lot of patience let's just say that um i always say something positive about the student Mm -hmm. first before i go to the negative because then i smooth away first you will never get anyone to listen to you if you beat them first sure in christianity to win someone to christ you will never do that beating them with a bible You must show that you are doing Christ's work because he asked us to show good fruit. I will show you good fruit, what your kid did in my class, and then bash them, basically. (laughs) So the Okinawan tournament was great because it popularized Okinawan karate even more. Mm -hmm. It brought people together that I've only known on the Internet that I met here, especially at the dojo bar. That's right. Thank you, James, That's right. by the way. Yep, plug for the dojo bar, <laughs> yeah. the Sato Dojo, James Pengovich. You yep. must go see it and, 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 and try their food and drink Orion. But I met so many good people there, yeah. Yeah. and it was fantastic. Yep. That was the good part about the Okinawan tournament. I also like to see other kata and karate being done because then I can judge what I do mm-hmm. and use it as a litmus test because in science we do litmus tests all the time. I think that's about it. Okay. The negative was it was favored way too much along certain organizational lines, which is unfortunate. Uh, uh, my sensei's daughter did a fantastic, plus I die, fantastic. She did not kia one time because we do not kia often. Sensei told us last night, you want a kia? Put it in where you want. I don't care. Sokansense did not kia much. Oh. Because kia doesn't show that you are doing anything other than making utterance, maybe hard breathing, which we don't do. Yeah. Watching you move in pin on Shodan without your shirt as a male, I can tell you what you're doing right and wrong. I could not do that at the Okinawan Torrent because everyone's wearing a gi top. Thank you very much because the visual will be bad. Yeah. But the point is, I saw a lot of technique that were just not good. In my opinion, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a lot of great kata. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. A couple of the kobudo kata that I got to see, good. Um, a lot of the open hand kata were good. Yeah. I saw a lot of kata that were not good. And technique, just basic balance, yeah. were not there. Yep. Movement was not there. I know nervousness happens. Mm. I rarely get nervous. I got nervous when we demonstrated. I got nervous when I got married. I did not get nervous for this interview. Sorry if if you wanted me to... I'm not. I can talk all day, as you can tell.
0: (laughs) i to do better next time.
1: (laughs) Um, I can tell nervousness. I was nervous the first time I went into Sensei's Dojo. All said and done, if you're competing multiple times and you're still nervous and you're still doing kata the way a white belt would do, that's a problem. In my opinion, in my opinion, doesn't matter all that much. Out of the Sieto world, my opinion probably doesn't matter much. Even in the Sieto world, it doesn't matter much because I know a lot of people in Sieto. But I do believe that the Okinawan tournament was a good start, but there has to be more acceptance of other groups and more fair judging, in my opinion. I don't feel that the judging was – I watched red and white. Red get it where white should have gotten it.
0: Were you based watching? On technique. Were you here at the Kaikon No, or were you at the Budokan? Oh, was at the Budokan. Budokan the preliminary so you, stuff. You watched. Uh, you watched the same preliminaries I watched. Yes. The Budokan was the Shurite, Tomari mm-hmm. Shurit, Tei, yes.
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Sai. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Bo was here. At the mm-hmm, yeah. Con. Bo yeah. was here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you didn't watch any of the finals.
1: Unfortunately, no. Okay. Because we were okay. doing other stuff. own. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Yeah. I. I really enjoyed... The, the preliminaries were long. I love that. You're going you're to get through a lot of kata in the
1: preliminaries. Oh, by the way, the same kata over over too. Yeah,
0: yeah. And by the time it got down to the finals, um, in almost all of, it, all of the divisions, I was very impressed with the, the kata that was performed. It was a lot of the same kata, mm-hmm. which is going to happen. In, in, but one thing that I was happy with is I felt in three instances that I witnessed, the over-excessive showmanship and crazy breathing was, was penalized. Right, individuals exactly. Were, yep. Individuals lost. Uh, they either didn't advance in the points round or they lost right. when it was down to the flag system. Um, so I was, I was actually happy to see that. That's good. Um, yeah, that's good. But I, I have, I've heard... I didn't witness this, but I heard that some of the judging was extreme and people were disqualified for some ridiculous mm-hmm. things regarding a gi length of, of pant legs. Which, okay, the, all this was out in the rule books prior to, yeah. but I will tell you that because I did the preliminaries back in March mm-hmm. here on Okinawa and I could see what was going on, I think they tightened up a little bit right. come uh, mm-hmm. come August. Mm-hmm. Why I, I don't know. Was that necessary? What? Overall I agree with you. I think it was a great promotion for Ocono yes, crowd And overall I was very happy with um, the the cots that was performed. Okay. I think groups like yours
1: and groups like mine yeah. were
0: no we're chance. We're just not yeah, exactly. Yeah, no chance
1: exactly. No chance exactly. it won't. I and mean, we already knew that. We knew that yeah. going in and Sensei yeah. was fine with that yeah. and knew yep, his main too. goal was for someone, at least one person out of that whole crowd. To actually witness Matsu Sieto yep. and understand that that system is still being taught on Okinawa. Yep. Because the conversations that they had back in the preliminaries that they didn't think it was being taught anymore is problematic. Yeah, it is. It is. It it's is problematic. problematic. Yep. And, and as you and I joked, I don't know who has it worse, Okinawan Kempo yeah. or Monsimor Sinto. Yeah.
0: Well, we're, we're actually part of one of the organizations now. So we're, oh, we're, we're, we're okay, getting forget it. Yeah, Should we're, I even we're, be talking yeah, anymore well, are yeah. you know, we're, anymore? We're, uh, we're getting a little bit more well-known, but that, it doesn't matter. But we had the same conversations with Master Kina. And he said, point blank, don't, don't change the kata for the tournament. Of course not. Absolutely not.
1: And the funny thing is, Maki did not. Yep. She did not kia. She did a perfect kata. She thought it wasn't the best performance. We thought it was great. Sensei thought it was good. She did not, but she did not go on. And you know what? She said, that really wasn't my point. My point was to get out there to perform and to um, show everyone Matsumori Sieto kata. That's all she wanted. Yep. Now I want to see and the kata. And she got it. The yeah. I'll show it to you after we're I'll done here. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. It was great. It was a great kata. It was really good. Good. It's good. good stuff.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, we're coming up on the on the one hour mark. And that's all I. Are you what? Are that's right. You got people waiting on you anyway. No, right? at
1: five o'clock. Oh, five, okay. Five o'clock, yes. Um,
0: if if people wanted to get in touch with you in the States, sure can they do that? Yeah, I, do I'll
1: that? Re- I'll read off my right email ahead. address and everything and if they would like to come if they want to train with Akamini sensei, it would be probably better if they get uh not permission per se, but um, information through me yeah. or one of the other students yeah. first yeah. because of Sensei's lack of English. Yeah. no, well, we don't ha- want
0: people just going and beating on his door. No, and please don't. This.
1: I, I would, this. I kid you yeah. not. I kid you not. Since 2006, since we've been here, there have probably been no less than 20 to 30 people that have just come to Sensei's dojo, knock on his home door, and asked to train. Josh, people don't do that. <laughs> they do it, but you shouldn't. Yeah, please you should not do that. that. That's part of dojo etiquette. That's part of just being common courtesy. Yeah. I would not do, do that to your house, knock on your door and say, hey, Josh, train me.
0: Yeah, it's one thing if it's a commercial dojo. But it's you not. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So um, my name is obviously Paul Sabota, and our dojo is Imperial Crane Martial Arts near Baltimore, Maryland. Um, the Phone number, if you choose to call, is 410-279-1879. That's my personal phone number. And my email is imperial underscore crane at yahoo.com. Okay. The website is com. So it's really icma dojo.weebly.com if anyone wants to get in contact okay. with it.
0: And I'll put information in the show notes for that Sure. Um, with your dojo website. Perfect. And they'll find it and then if they did want to reach out to Kami Sensei, they can do so through you. Definitely. i uh, would be awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, any thank you. any last comments about Matsumura uh, Seito history or style or anything that you want people to know. I just
1: want people to realize that um, Hohan Soken's lineage, although it may be steeped in some mysticism and the white crane thing, is alive and well in Okinawa and also in the United States. And that's important for people to understand because you type in Matsumor Sieto and people will get a million different things. And I can tell you some of them are not legit. They just use the name Matsumorsieto. I don't know if they're right on coattails. I just look at their kata if it's online, and I'm like, oh, that's not what I do. I mean, there's a benchmark. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to look exactly like mine, mm-hmm. but when you're doing something radically different, mm-hmm. there's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. And also that the Okinawan just culture itself is fantastic for people who are listening who have never been to Okinawa. I say, come and train. Whether it's through organized seminars Mm -hmm. or if you have a sensei here or know somebody or want to train with my sensei, come to Okinawa and get steeped into the culture, not just Okinawan karate. Mm -hmm. Because then you will understand more of the karate and kobudo than you've never understood before. And people think they know everything. They don't. Yes, you may have to go somewhere else in the future to learn Okinawan karate. But come to Okinawa, spend that time and money, save up and come. It's really not that expensive. Right. I stay in an apartment on Kokosai Dori Street for relatively cheap because I have connections. You can do that. Yep. Miguel Deleuze here can help you with yep. that. James, James Penquiz yep. at the Dojo Bar can help you with that. There are many people. There's- Glenn McBellride, the guy that I go through, will help you with that. Yep. It's easy to do that. You just have to actually do your homework. Yep.
0: It's becoming easier and easier every day yes. actually for, for exactly. international got to come here definitely. Yeah. definitely save your money give it a year or two and come train and come train and i
1: guarantee you will come back because it's a bug that bites you yep and you love it
0: that's that yuku spirit
1: man that's awesome it bit me so much yeah, i yeah. had
0: to marry somebody and come back you are very fortunate <laughs>
1: <laughs> someday i'll get here there someday i'll get here
0: permanently okay. yeah 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 paul thank you very much yeah, Josh, really no appreciate problem. it, man. Thank I you very much. It a lot. I enjoyed appreciate this. it. I enjoyed. And I enjoyed learning about your lineage. It was really, really good information. Awesome. And thank I hope, you. I hope the listeners you the enjoy chance. it, and uh, we'll be in touch. Awesome. Good stuff. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Yep. Well, I found that interview very enjoyable and informative. A huge thank you to Paul for taking the time to sit down with me to discuss and explain more about Hohan Soken's style, and more importantly, the teachings of Akamine Yoshimatsu Sensei. I can walk away saying I know more about the style and the history, and I hope the listeners can as well. Something that comes to mind now after this interview is that I'm wondering about the possible pockets of karate practitioners that may be living in places like Argentina or other places in South America. We know that Ho So can travel to Argentina and lived a good portion of his life there. I can't help but think that he would have been training and perhaps teaching while living in Argentina. And he's not alone in these travels. Many Okinawans travel to other places in South America, both before World War II and after World War II. Um, there's even a little village in Bolivia called Okinawa because of the people that settled there from, from the island of Okinawa. If anyone has more information on that, I'd really like to know. Send me an email, josh at OkinawaKaratePodcast.com. I'd still like to know more about Hohan Soken's reasoning, also for not including the Third nihanchi and the last three pinon in his curriculum. Maybe he saw something he didn't care for. Maybe he saw that he had enough information from the first and second Nihanchi and then the first uh, and second pinon. Um, we do we do know uh, from Paul's explanation that Sanchin was dropped and the reason behind that. Just a little bit of in- interesting information that I like to, to dig into. Uh, did you hear Paul's tone of his voice when he was talking about Akimene Sensei testing his heart? And how about when Paul was talking about the way Akemi Sensei is opening up to him now more than ever? You know, I can tell you as we were sitting there, Paul was getting a little bit emotional. And I don't think he minds me saying this because it's obvious the, the love that he has for his Sensei and, and then, you know, the knowledge that his Sensei is imparting on him, Paul is certainly appreciative of that. And I hope others that are listening get that same sense from their Sensei as well. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, There's going to be show notes, website for Akamine Sensei, the website for Paul. Uh, If you have any questions, reach out to them, reach out to me. Once again, thank you very much for listening to the Okinawa Karate Podcast. I'm Josh Simmers, coming to you from the birthplace of karate, Okinawa, Japan.